Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, my brothers and sisters. I am Evangelist Todd T.C. Nelson, and Jesus and I are your hosts here on the Real Rap Talk Show. And we are coming live here. We're coming live. I love that messing up there. We're coming live on blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom, and this is our 1,676th episode. Hey, man, can you dig it? <clears throat> well, tonight, tonight's lesson is part three of what if Jesus would have said no and the conversation. With that said, excuse me, deception, division, diversion, and discrimination. The traps Lucifer used on Sodom, Gomorrah, Adma, Zubumi, and Zor, and for the first time ever on Adam and Eve. The same trap he uses on us. Through these traps, Lucifer baits is clear. Pride. Through these traps, Lucifer bait is clear. Pride. For pride makes mankind think he or she can act independently of from God. As Sodom, Gomorrah, Adam, and Eve, Lucifer uses our free will against us, having us act out in all sins like murder, sexual sins, hate flowing from hatred, and so many more. This is Lucifer's plan to get people speaking evil things against Jesus. That makes it more easy for him to get what he wants, us turning from the laws of God. We need to get a real understanding. Hell is, and it will make room for you. For the proof is in that is in Isaiah 5 and 14 tells us. Therefore, hell has enlarged herself. Therefore, hell has enlarged herself and opened her mouth without measures. <laughs> and their glory and their multitude and their pump, and he that rejoices shall descend into it. She opened her mouth without measure. That means she doesn't have a point to stop. Now, if you notice, God didn't say anything, didn't say heaven will make room for you. This is an insight that God is telling us something. More will go to hell than to heaven. Why? I'm glad you asked that question. Because of Lucifer's four-stage plan of attack on mankind. Because Lucifer is thinking of ways of destroying us, Jesus wants to speak on Lucifer, a deep thinker. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Father God, we come in spirit you first always to worship you and to praise you and to glorify you. We come into your presence, Father God, once again in spirit and truth to say thank you, Father God, for this day and all that is transpired from this far, Father God. 
I come now, Father God, asking you to denounce me, Father God, and fill me fully, fill me fully of you, Father God, that thine spirit would take over, Father God, for what you want to be said and known to unto our people, Father God, your message will be delivered as you see fit for it to be done, Father God. For we always claim in the victory over Lucifer, all that has fallen with him and all that is influenced by him in Jesus' name, Father God. We also give you the credit, the honor, and all praise. We say yes unto you, Father God, in Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Lucifer's four-stage plan of attack on us begins with deception. That leads to diversion. That leads to division. That leads that that ends at discouragement. Each of these four stages of uh, each of these four stages of original demonic activities is worth exploring. Lucifer uses deception to create doubt and confusion on what comes when it comes to the truth as revealed by God. He wants, to, he wants to turn things inside out, upside down, and to invert reality so that we begin to perceive his lies as truth. Lucifer's ultimate goal is to frustrate our prayer life, our life, our moral, our moral life, our sacrificial, sacral, sacramental life, and our religion, relationship with one another in such a way that we are pulled further and further away from God. What Lucifer, what Lucifer was successful in was to con- convince Adam and Eve that good and evil no longer depended on God, but on, on, but on one's own interpretation. Lucifer used deception to convince mankind to act independently of the laws of God. Understand, brothers and sisters, you must realize that Lucifer is thinking about when he, when Lucifer, what you must think about, excuse me, it's, not, it's so important, I got to slow down, I want you to get it, and let me guys slow me down. Understand this, Lucifer, when it comes, you must understand what Lucifer is thinking about when it comes to us. Deception is embedded and embedded in everyday life, trying to pull us away from God. Lucifer has no need for dramatic effects. Ain't no more. So basically, it's not a movie. So what we're saying is in a little paragraph is you must really get an understanding that he's thinking about doing things against you. Every second, every minute, every hour, every day, every month, every year. With least to a year, he's not stopping about destroying you, bringing you down, and pulling you to get you in any way to turn away from God. Lucifer moves steadily, so that you, so he draws no, and draws a, so he does, so he, so that he draws us into a deceive, a deceiving way of seeing, understanding, and acting in our acts, our required deeds. But Lucifer does things in a deceitful way that seems entirely unremarkable and, and often unnoticeable. Lucifer moves in a stealthy way so that he draws us into a deceiving way of seeing, understanding, and acting are our deeds. But Lucifer does this in a deceitful way that seems entirely unremarkable or and often unnoticeable. In order for Lucifer to get his plan in motion, he needs his fallen to do his work. 
These fallen are the third of angels that fell from heaven when Lucifer was cast out of heaven. As Revelations 12 and 7, 12, Revelations 12, 7 and 9 tells us. And there was a war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought and his angels, and prevailed not. There was no, there was no place found anymore in heaven. And the great dragon was cast out, the old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceived the whole world. He was cast out into the world, and his angels was cast out. Angels are called the fallen, for they are evil, working, working against God. That makes them demons, workers of evil. The best way to describe demons is as disembodied beings that have no that have an intense craving to occupy physical bodies. Apparently this the first apparently their first choice is a, is a human body, but rather than rather than to remain in a disembodied condition, they are willing to enter even the body of an animal. As Luke eight thirty two 33 speaks on when Jesus cast the demons of a legend from a man into a pig. It is hard for us to entertain the idea of a person without a body. Nevertheless, even though demons have no bodies, they have all the normal acceptance, accepted markings of personality, like will, emotion intellect, self-awareness, ability to speak. The demon who has gone out of a man says, I will return to my house from which I've come. Mark, Matthew, Matthew 12, 44. The demon here expresses that it expresses its will to make a decision and then follows up with a corresponding action. I will return to my house. Emotion. You believe that there is one God. You do well. Even the demons believe and tremble. James 2 and 19. Trembling is an outward marking of, of strong emotions, feelings. As Jesus and I was in the exorcism in New York, we did an exorcism in Coastville. When the presence of God is there, when Jesus Christ's name is called, you can see the demon symbol and straight. You can see the fear of the, you can see Jesus' power coming through. And it, that's how you know they're real. They, they, they are what we call intelligent beings, but the dangerous intelligent beings. For they, they also have intellect. Demons have knowledge on deceived, derived from natural sources. Demons have knowledge that not derived from natural sources meaning they don't get it from a book. They don't get it from going to school. They're not getting it from you telling them. The demon, they, they see what's going on. The first time Jesus confronted a demonized man in the synagogue of Capone, the demon spoke out of the man and, and said, know who you are, the Holy One of God. The demon said, I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Mark 1, 24. Self-awareness. 
when Jesus spoke, and when Jesus asked the demonized man in the city of the um, Gardernus, what is your name? A demon answered on behalf of itself and the other demons. My name is Legion, for we are many. Mark 5 and 9. The demon was aware of both its, its own identity and of the other demons occupying this man. Once again, Luke 8, 32, 33. Go read it. Ability to speak. In the first gospel, Mark 1, 24, Mark 5, 9, Luke 8, 32, 33, and then Acts, we, we see several examples of demons' ability to speak through the vocal organs person they are occupying. Demons have three main op- 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 purposes assigned to them by Lucifer. So this is what they are supposed to do. This is, what God, this is Lucifer's order on them. The first, to torment and afflict us. Second, to keep us from knowing Christ as Savior. And third, to keep us from serving Christ effectively. Forms of attack. Demons attack on, on they entice, torment, enslave, harass. Excuse me, for I got, I got um, oh, excuse me. Never go over again. Demons entice, torment, enslave, harass, compel, cause a cause of a causing of afflictions and addiction, defile, deceive. Attack the physical body. Through Jesus, we have the authority and power over demons. Through prayer, we can be delivered. Through prayer, we can be delivered. Here's a prayer for deliverance in Jesus' name. Well, here the principal paper, right? It's done. It looks there. Okay. Number one, personally affirm your faith in Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, I believe you are the Son of God and the only way to God. That I died, that you died on the cross for my sins and rose again so that I may be forgiven and receive eternal life. Humble yourself. I renounce all pride and religious self all religious and self righteousness and any deity that does not come from you. I have no claim on your I have no claim on your mercy except that you died in my place. Confess as known confess any known sin. I confess all my sins before you and hold nothing back. Especially confess of for me I confess of my anger and for what evil and for what and for and for whatever it is, you confess it. So like I said for here on this one, confess all known sins. Mine drives from evil. So I confess my Lord unto God to Jesus Christ, this is my sin. And from that from what comes from evil, I'm fighting against that. So whatever you whatever sin you have that you know you're fighting against, confessing of all known sins, you confess that unto Christ. Hold nothing back. Is that repent of all sins. I repent of all my sins. I turn away from them and turn to you, Lord, for mercy and forgiveness. Forgive all other people. 
but by a decision of my will, I freely forgive all who have ever harmed or wronged me. I lay down all bitterness and resentment and all hatred, especially I forgive once again, if you've got that special hatred for somebody or for something, this is what you want to put for And I especially forgive for whatever that is. Break with all quotes and false religion. I, serve, I, I sever all connections and have, and have ever had, I, I, excuse me, I sever all connections I have ever or any false religion, particularly whatever it is. I commit myself to get rid of all objects associated with the cult and false religions. Prepare to be released from every, prepare to be released from every curse over your life. Lord Jesus, I thank you that on the cross you were made a blessing, that I may be redeemed from every curse and and, and inherit God's blessing. On that place, on that base basis, I ask you to release me from and set me free to receive the deliverance I need. Stand with God. I take my stand with you, Lord, against all Lucifer demons. I submit to you, Lord, and I resist Lucifer and demons. Amen. Expel. Now I speak to Lucifer and all demons that you control that that had that had control over me, like mine is anger. Speak directly to them. Anger. I commit to I, I command you to go away from me now. In the name of Jesus, I expel you. Okay, once you look all right, I'm gonna trap the word. I got you. I hear you. I hear you. Got one to go over that name at the top of that list again. That's what you're going to do. The first one is personally affirm your faith in Christ. Number two is humble yourself. Three, confess any all known sins. Number four, repent of all sins. Five, forgive all other people. Six, break with the oath, break with the cult and any false religion. Seven. All right, um, prepare. For your re- prepare to be released from any every curse over your life. Number eight, take your stand with God. And number nine, expel. File that right there. You can come up with your list on how you want to pray. Do it. God got you. Ask God for guidance, and He will guide you on that. Every time you express a release, praise God for it. Give thanks and praise, <clears throat> and the stamp the smallest. Wait a minute. Thanks and praise is the simplest, smallest, and purest expression of faith. Of faith also creates an atmosphere that Lucifer and demons find intolerable. They cannot be around it. Deception. Lucifer's first plan of attack. He uses this to get a person to become, to become the law and measures of all things. He uses it to get a person to become the law and measures of all things. Once God's authority is called into question, everything will collapse. People will go as far as to ask, who is God 
to impose that on me. In rejecting God's authority, they will end up rejecting the order that, in rejecting God's authority, they will end up rejecting the order of the divine law, and finally they will call into question goodness and reveal it and and the reverence of God's commandments. They will then turn into the laws of man or more so the laws of the strongest. Lucifer Lucifer fell from heaven, cast out as Revelations twelve, seven and nine tells. Because he wanted to have the first he wanted to have the final say in and how things should be. Sounds like Isaiah 12, I mean, 12, Isaiah 14, 12, 17. He was, he was, he was and is disobedient to God's plan. And now he convinced humanity to follow the same path. Once we, once we are brought into loose, once we buy into Lucifer's lies, his second stage of a plan kicks in, diversion. Lucifer desired to divide us from God, from everything, from every, from everything, from mm, sorry, from each other and from ourselves. Let me that again. Once we have brought into Lucifer's life, his second stage of a plan of attack kicks in: diversion. Lucifer desired to divide us from God, from each other and ourselves. Lucifer just wants a a bunch of broken pieces. He uses division to get us to feel um, overwhelmed, as through something as out of as as though something's out of our reach, so that so that so that we will go we'll even give up. Let me read it again to you. I was going off for a second. Lucifer wants us to as Lucifer wants us a bunch of broken pieces. He uses division to get us. To feel overwhelmed, as though something is out of reach. Like right now, you're trying to get me. Like I'm stumbling. You see me stumbling over these words and, and taking time. You're trying to get me to stop. But guess what? <laughs> okay. So that we will give up. Lucifer also strives, strikes strikes a fear in us, so we become frightened with the hope that we will withdraw or not or not live, live up to our God-given potential. <laughs> He will, he will suggest he will suggest that we compare ourselves to others, usually to the extent that we over overestimate the abilities of others and underestimate our own God-given our own God-given abilities. In doing, we think we are look we think we look bad in comparison. Lucifer sets us up against each other with the demons of anger, resentment. Contentment, contentment, greed, and hatred. Lucifer can stir up independent importance. Lucifer can start strike up importance so that we become arrogant and dissatisfied. Let me that right. I'm sorry. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Lucifer will stir up impatience. Thank you very much. So that we become dissatisfied and try to walk away from it. <laughs> Lucifer can shortcut us. Shortcut Lucifer can shortcut our journey with drugs and various forms of addiction or affliction, alcohol abuse, 
addiction to porn, 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 porn graphics, the breakup of, the, of a family, divorce, and the attack on unborn through abortion. This breaks, this, this, busy, this breaking this leads to Lucifer's third plan of attack, of diversion. Once we buy into Lucifer's lies, and he has divided us into a mess, a mess of broken pieces. With diversion, Lucifer desires that we divert ourselves from God's path, pathway. God has a plan for everyone, and this is something Lucifer does not want us to deserve, to discover. Lucifer's goal in diversion is to have mankind lose our focus and our sense of purpose and direction whereby we believe we can act independently of God. The I factor. Lucifer tried this with Jesus when he tempted Jesus in the desert. Matthew, Mark, not mean Mark. Yeah, no, Matthews four one and eleven. Lucifer tries this with us and and as well. In the world of the in the world of division, we replace we replace God with our own plan. Three guideline principles. You may do as I you may do as you wish. No one has the right to command you and you are the God of your self. <laughs> this is where pride comes from. This is where Lucifer gets us trapped in and believing we can do whatever we want that this is where thank you, Holy Spirit, this is where Lucifer takes our free will and uses it against us. All of us are on a journey to the, to the tree of life. With diversion, Lucifer wants us to believe that, there, that we are not on a journey and that this world is our final destination. Lucifer wants us to believe that we do not need God because paradise is something we create here and now, according to our own truths, and this is extremely dangerous. Everything we do in this life should be leading us closer to God and not further away from him. Just consider for a moment how we could have replaced, just think for a moment how we could replace God with technology and all the gadgets, technology and its tools have their place, but think, but the thing, but things of our own creation cannot become a sub, a subject sub, substitute for our uncreated God. Things, go back. Technology and its tools have its own place, but things of our own creation cannot become a substitute for our uncreated God, which Lucifer plans of trapping us in this world of busyness where we are are so absorbed in all tasks at hand, work, family, job, kids, and so much more. Lucifer hopes to divert us from God and cause us to lose our sense of identity when we are no longer known when we no longer know who we truly are 
of a reflection of the divine image of God. After Lucifer has led us down the pathway of deception and division and diversion, we finally arrive at the door of discouragement. Lucifer's plans with discouragement is suicide, murder, killing. All demons, the one, all demons, the ones who do do Lucifer's will. All demons do his will. Deception, a chicory, deceiving, the state of being deceived, a hoax. Lucifer influences mankind to use deception to get what he to get what they want. For example, Charlie Manson, born November 12, 1939, in Cincinnati, Ohio. He died November 19, 2007. Manson, an American criminal and cult leader whose followers whose followers carried out several notorious murders in the late 1960s. In 1969, murder of murders of actress Sharon Tate and six others. These crimes inspired the best-selling book, Helter Skelter. These are people that believe. Charlie Manson deceived them in believing that he was God, that he can do whatever they want and nobody will come back to them. Nobody can do nothing to them. He had to move off into a far, far place outside of California, a camp that they made themselves. Where they did drugs, where they did alcohol, where they did all types of things out there that they parties that they had. But the atmosphere that was set for them was an atmosphere of deception, deceiving them. So Charlie Manson, who who was the oldest out of all of them, basically got them to fall into what he wanted to do. And then there's <laughs> Jim Jones, who grew up very much in exile of society. And had an ex- and had an understanding of the troubles minorities minorities faced is not being and not being accepted. Feeling like a out feeling like an outcast, he 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 early developed a sensitivity for the problems too for the blacks. <laughs> he and let me read that again. <laughs> it sounds funny. Where we read again? He. Early developed, he early developed a sensitivity problems of blacks. He would use this to get black people to listen and follow him. He started teaching that he was God and he had all power in his hands. Listening to his speech, he would tell talk as that's why I, I listen. I'm telling you, listen to one of the speeches. <laughs> he would speak as if he if he was not this. Anyway. Forgive me, Lord. Help me speak it out. When my tongue sound like Moses, give me the uh, the, Aaron. He would talk as if God was not real. Years of his evil thinking from 1931 to 1978, people's eyes started to open and started leaving him, and the government got on his back. The remaining 909 followers from followed him from followed him to. South America, a nation of Gwanda, where he led his cult, the temple where he named, where he led his cult, the People's Temple, and named their new land Jonestown, killing Leo Joseph Ray Jr., a U.S. representative from California, the Eleventh Congregational, a member of the dramatic uh, uh, Democratic Party, 
and his people, Jones led a mass murder suicide of the of the remaining 909 members on November 18, 1978. That was called the Jonestown Massacre. This guy, for real, like I said, I listened to some of his one of his speeches. Now, in, in this speech, he would take literally thank the Holy Spirit for bringing it back to me. He literally told people, "If you don't believe that I am God, then leave now. For in my hands, I have the power to give you what you need." And they stayed for years. He deceived them for years. So after people started recognizing, started, when the spirit of God truly came in from outside sources, the other people, family members, started realizing, recognizing this guy ain't nothing but a hoax, fake. They started leaving him. That hurted him. That's when they, get back, he went, they went back to his, his wounded time period when he was a youngster and, and, and being elite from society. That was his fault. He put himself out. Listen to his life story. He kept himself out. He separated himself, and that's what Lucifer uses, a separation by keeping us separated from others. It's easy for his demons to work on us, to get us to follow, fall into his, or to eat into, or to bite into, or to walk into his trap. And then there's Donald John, an American politician, media personality, a businessman, and a Ku Klux member who served as the 45th president of the United States from 2017 to 2021. Deception also works on the ones who are trying to deceive others. This guy thinks he won the election, and we all know he never never had a chance. To point he wanted, he, he got the people to try to, he had, mm-mm-mm. <laughs> This guy really, really, really believed that he won the election and that the government is deceiving him, that the government is trying to take, take things away from him. He is so trapped in deception and believing his own junk that he's had people run up to the courthouse on January the 6th to go after the vice president. Because if you watch CNN, you can't come out. It's always coming from CNN and from the news. He had people... They have a, a joint con- um, people look right now judging into this because of commission on January 6th. And they're looking into this and watching these people testifying on how they told Trump that he did not lose, how they told Trump is 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 not real, and how Trump kept telling him, yes, he did, when in the government's cheating him and he needed to do a recount, and how he had people try to make them lose count and how he tried to change things so that he would have won and how the president, vice president, the person who stood with him, got elected with him, supposed to have his back, the man that was at the um, January 6th in Congress, how he had people run up there to try to kill this man. This is what um, Lucifer wants from us, to turn us against each other. He turned this, the state upside. That You might as well say um, Trump went back to an old 1812 thing, state against state, when the north against the south. Because he had his people going against, a, against Congress as if you really. And the sad thing that needs to be pointed out, that man, that police officer that they crushed in that door over Donald Trump's life, that's Lucifer's plan. That's what Lucifer desires from us, to go up off more junk lies of deception was not real and to destroy those who are standing for what is real and right to bring it down. 
That man was standing there fighting against the laws of America, um, what we have set forth. And they crushed that man. And no, and Donald Trump, and they said they had people, there, I'm not going to say they say, there were people that I seen and heard that asked Donald Trump to calm that mob down. Not once did he ever try to calm them down, but he all, but he got on Twitter and hyped them up. That is the, the, the that is what deception does to us. Mm. Diversion, a dividing or or being divided, a destruction, a sharing, um, a, distrib- a distribution, a sharing something worth dividing, a section of a large group. Lack of harmony, a, dis, a, a, dis, a disagreement, or a disagreement. I put my kaifens in there. Lucifer influenced mankind to use diversion. For example, Vladimir Putin, Russian politician and former intelligence officer, who had who has been serving as the president of Russia since 2012, and previously between. 2002 and 2008, Putin also served as the prime minister of Russia from 1999 to 2000 and again from 2008 and 2012. Putin attacked the country because years ago, Hitler, when he attacked and did the same exact thing that he's doing now, took that part of Ukraine. Once Hitler was destroyed and brought down, Ukraine got that back, became theirs. So this dude named Putin decided he wanted that back. This is what this all this war is about. Go back to when he first dropped, go to CNN and go back to the first time he first dropped the first bomb. The reason why he was hitting them, because he believed that part of that land was theirs, and he wanted it back. So by sending out these bombs and bombing these, he's hitting areas where there's no military bases at. So you're, you're destroying families. You're wiping out bloodlines. You're, you're dividing it. You divided a country and sent them there and there and everywhere just to get a part of their land. That's what Lucifer does when it comes to Jesus. He takes us and believing lies that people will put out there to try to pull us away from Christ and as and divert and divide us from the Word of God, putting you in positions where something's happening where you don't want to go to God's Word because you know. And, this, and deception, you put God's words to the test, like, who has God to put this on me? So now your faith is going now. Your faith is being shooken. Once he destroys that faith, that's what Putin knows through a war. If I hit you hard enough and I break you down far enough, I can break your hope. I can break your will. I can break your faith. But Putin didn't depend on those two things to stand as strong as they are. Hallelujah. But yet, that's what diversion is doing, trying to divide us from God's word. When once he, once Lucifer can rip us from the word of God, it's more easier for him to have Putin out there. Lucifer loves this stage of his plan. Lucifer loves this stage of his plan. From diversion follows pride. I diversion. Yeah, from diversion follows pride. I factor. We call it, he's not called the I factor. With diversion, Lucifer uses our free will against us. The next stage of Lucifer attack is diversion. Diversion, a turning aside, something worth, something worth, which begins, something, oh, sorry, brother, 
rebuke these demons. I rebuke your name and Jesus be gone. The next stage of Lucifer attack is diversion. A turning aside, something, turning aside, something, turning aside, something worth being pleasant, mental, or, or basically diversions. If you like this, it makes you, it's the eye factor. It's something that you want. And it's, it's, it's all about you. That's what we call diversion, the eye factor. And this is what Lucifer wants us to get trapped in because Lucifer uses our free will against us. God gave a free gave us free will to do what we want, meaning we are all we all have the right to do something. We all have a right. Free will gives us a right. When God told Adam, "Do not eat of this tree," God was giving Adam a free will. Because earlier, when you read the scriptures, whatever God told Adam to do, name these animals. Adam named them. God said, whatever their name is, they shall be. When God told Adam to tend the garden, he tended the garden with the four three rivers that rolled into one. When God told Adam to do this, Adam did that because the word of God says, then God found favor with Adam. Because God found favor with Adam, he made Adam fall into a deep sleeper. When Adam fell into a deep sleeper, God opened him up, pulled out his rib, and made woman out of that rib, out of the favor that he had. But when God came to Adam and told him, do not eat of this tree, that do not now gave Adam the chance to make a decision. Do I or don't I? That's when Lucifer got happy. Because now he has a will. Now I can use something against him, against God, because that whole time, Lucifer was just watching. They had that conversation. Lucifer knew. I can't interfere with that because them two are connected. But once the woman came on, Lucifer attacked her. Even though Adam told her what God said, he knows she had the desire of wanting to eat, as well as Adam still had the desire of wanting to eat. But through Adam's free will, he obeyed God because God's not looking for a robot so much. That's why he gave us this free will. So everybody has a right to do what you want. Understand this. God is not standing up for what we're about to speak on and saying it's right, but yet God is saying you have a free will to do that. And if and you have the free will to do it, then you go ahead and do that. You know, Jesus and I had put out on Facebook one day, <coughs> we should have a straight pride month. <clears throat> now, a straight pride month wasn't attacking nobody. was going at nobody's neck. On Facebook, we got attacked, like I don't believe, from a gay community telling us I'm homophobic, telling me that Jesus ain't. We're not even going to repeat some of the things that were said about Jesus. Let's not going to do that. Let's not give him glory. There's no, no glory on that. But they came at me so bad, God said, go back and say this to them. If you have a right, I have one person sitting on there, you have 11 months or straight months. What's wrong with you? You're homophobic? I said, well, you know, my comment to them was, well, you know, everybody takes something out of the months and do something with it. What's wrong with straight people coming together and praising God for making them straight? How am I homophobic? How am I saying something against you when my statement was we should have a straight pride month? I didn't say anything to you. When you put your posters out there about what your, what your pride months are, you will see me getting on there and attacking you because you have that right to do that. God's not standing up for it, but yet you have a free will to do what you want to do. So how am I wrong for wanting to have a straight pride month? 
for straight people coming together, giving pride unto God for making them who they are, thankful for being straight, thankful for having a woman made by God that has a birth order that God set for us, thankful for being in God's commanding and thoughts of me to do something for me, to have a plan for my life before I was even born, thankful of God being there, guiding me and keeping me strong on my path that I'm on. How can I be wrong for my rights? Isn't it my right to want to have something to celebrate what, I, what I'm proud of? You're proud of Lucifer giving you the idea to think that you can do whatever you want to do when you want to do it and how you want to do it. Can't nobody say nothing to you about that. And if somebody does, you try to sue them, okay? Because God got you in his courts. How can you tell someone straight that they're wrong for, I want to do this? If my mom told me, she said, I can't tell you what to do, but when you grow up, be the best in it. <laughs> Amen. Whatever you decide to do, it's up to you. You're going to be the one to answer for it, not me, but you. But yet, how can I be wrong? How am I homophobic for saying I'm glad I'm straight? Oh, that's what it is. Anything that goes against you, that goes to say that stands for God is wrong. Anyone that says that Jesus Christ is in my life, they're wrong. Because you should, like I said, we're not going to repeat the comments that they said about Christ. But Lucifer, with this diversion, has you so prideful state that you're thinking that everything you do is right, but guess what? <laughs> it is to you. It ain't right to God because God told you he has a heaven and hell to put you in. And he just described in Isaiah 5 and 14 that hell will enlarge itself. So you will be standing for your decisions that you make. But unto God, not God, <laughs> you're facing God with that, not me. I'm going to face God with mine. How am I wrong? If I stand in front of my God, so I'm proud, he said, I'm proud of you. You stood that ground. You stood that test. You went through all that. You didn't give up. Come on, on heaven. heaven. How come you go before me and your judgment, God said, you didn't do what I asked you to do. You went against me. How's your destination? Well, don't reach out and grab me. Go with you. I didn't do that. That's you because you took your free will, allowed Lucifer to get you chopped up into it and drive you somewhere you wanted to go because that's your right to do that. I decide for the Holy Spirit to guide me to Jesus Christ to keep me standing where God needed me to be. At least in Jesus Christ to do what God said, and it guided me this way. It's funny people say, heaven ain't real. Hey, how you know? You ain't been there? Hell ain't real. How you know? You know, all right, this is hell now. Nah, this ain't hell now. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> you ain't being tormented. You ain't being prosecuted for your sins. You ain't screaming. You have pleasure still here. You still have laughter still here. In hell, there's no laughter. There's no pleasures. There's no fun. So this is not hell. Those are we're stuck in the middle. No, we're not. You're in your testing zone because God has to have something to judge you on. So if you understand God needs something to judge you on because of your free will, if you start walking right, your free will guide you to the right path you need to be at. Let your free will guide you to Christ, not from Christ, because one day you're going to stand on the decisions that you made. God also wants to speak on this one guy about how you going to tell women that they don't have the right to make a decision about them. My body, my choice. I ain't for that. Who are you? I watch, my wife would tell you I'm a first 48 friend. I love hard. I love all that drama. I watch a hard movie. It's not for entertainment. It's for lessons because it's telling me how demons use these, these tricks of the devil to get to us for possessions to try to control us. Because remember, demons are disembodied spirits looking to occupy a human body. <laughs> so when I watch the movie, I watch my one joke called I Frankenstein. Here a man made, it a, made an abomination unto the world, put bodies together, and used God's electricity to bring it back to life. 
the earth with no soul. But in this movie, the new joint called I Frankenstein, I love it so much because out of the movie, the, one of the head gargoyles, gargoyles went up to the head, head gargoyle and said to her, how can you allow that to live? It has no spirit. She turned and said, if God allows him, how can I kill him? Whoa. If God allows it, how can I stop it? That's what God is saying to that little, little my right, my body. First of all, God said I gave you a free will. He ain't saying abortion is good, but you will stand for your decision that you would do. But it's your right, that decision to do what you want to do. Can't nobody take that from you. When you take the rights of the people, my people should know this meaning. We'll get you right this one. When you take the rights of the people, you make what? Slaves. That's all you have, nothing but slaves. That's all you're going to get is slaves. That's what some people want to bring us to, the slaves, to bow down to them. Diversion, the I factor, it's all about me, pride. This is what God is trying to speak about. If you want to stand for your rights, then respect the rights of others. Who are you to touch somebody that don't have a right to do something and you're trying to make them force, trying to force your rights on them? You can't do that. If God is not forcing himself on us, who are you to force yourself on me? That's what God is saying. I gave you the free will. Be free. Choose what you want. But watch how you use your will because you will stand for it. I am the ultimate judge and not no one else. But mankind being tricked up by this dude always got us thinking that we are him, that we can do this. This is what getting you thinking you can act independently without God. This is the result of it. You go against up, up people because you think it's about you. You ain't nothing from nothing. We're nothing from nothing. Without Christ, we're nothing from nothing. What guidance do you have? You can't guide yourself because you guide yourself. You want to go to school when you're kindergarten. Why need kindergarten if you guide yourself? Preschool. Why? What's all that for? So you can start to learn how society is, to learn to function, learn how to read, learn how to write, learn how to spell. You had to be taught. So you got to be taught. You mean you need to be guided. And we're the guided kind of people. But the guidance that we're choosing is the one that's tearing us apart, especially when you choose you're better than someone else. How? The prisons is packed with all race. All of them in there. God is saying all, all races are represented in prison. And guess what? Ain't none of y'all good. How can you say you better than him? When you can do this and you can do that. Right now, we're going to call upon the Lord for that salvation because we need it. And you know right now, you battling with these little things, the demons, and you, want, you know it ain't right. You know you ain't walking right. Come on, you know that. Look in the mirror. It will tell you. To say to yourself right now, Lord Jesus, I need you to come into my heart. I accept you as my personal Savior. Forgive me for my sins. Make me new. Make me whole in you. If you say that, then Jesus Christ came into your heart. We beckon and call that you get into a Bible-based studying church. And you would know how to walk so that these, these tricks of Lucifer, you would come out of his cage. My name will call my brother Rob for to give announcements. But Rob. Hello, Brother Rob. Well, we can't keep dead air. Brother Rob, are you there with us? Brother Rob, are you there? Hey, Brother Rob, you come up with the announcements? Okay, then. Well, our next stage is discouragement. Tend to encouragement we call this 
the lockdown, for Lucifer used the discouragement to keep us from calling on Jesus, seeking seeking and, stay, and staying and studying God's words, going to church and helping others keep us from praying. It leads us to suicide. For example, heaven, heavenly, heavenly burdens. You can go to Numbers 11, 10 and 15. Defeat, Joshua 7, 7 and 9. Apparent failure, 1 Kings 19, 4. Sickness, Isaiah 38, 9-22. So in closing, as we all, as Jesus and I always want to leave you with something to think on, a declaration unto Jesus Christ. Through the power of the Holy Spirit, I declare I will never be capable of destroying, but betraying my Lord and Savior. Through the power of the Holy Spirit, I declare I will never be capable of of betraying my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Holy Spirit, examine my heart and purge me of all selfishness and pride that could hinder my devotion to Christ. I am declaring that in everything that I am or do, I will strive always to display the characters of and humility of Christ. Father, transform my heart completely and remove all shred and remove all shreds of shred treasures shred of pride of life that I may be able to fulfill my destiny in Christ. Holy Spirit, I am ready for you to I am ready for you to complete your shaking of my life. So that all that remains is God's sure foundation. Lord, I hunger to know you in your fullness in my life. Reveal yourself to me. Father, my life is founded in your unconditional love for me. And I trust you completely and and will lay down my life for you. I declare everything that happens to me that threatens to destroy me is the work of Lucifer and will not harm me because God will cause all things to work together for my good. I declare that the enemy will not be able to distract the character of my God by deceiving me with lies about God's character. My God will never do anything to harm or destroy me. Therefore, I give myself freely and totally to him. I am completely to, I I am committed to his care. Expose my heart through the trials of my life that I may be found with roots established deep in God, firmly established in him. I declare that, like Peter, I am a stone built on a solid foundation of of the rock of Christ Jesus. I shall not be moved. Examine me, O Holy Spirit, and reveal the hidden weaknesses in my heart. By the grace of God, remove my weaknesses and build my life in your power and might. Father, there is nothing of eternal value in my own ability, but in your grace and power, I can fulfill the calling 
of you had the calling you have placed on my life. Father, I declare openly that I am that I will never serve you on what you can do for me, but rather for what you do, well, for what you, for what you, for who you are, and for what you have done for me. Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Father God, we come in spirit and truth just first to worship you and to praise you, give you glory, and always giving you thanks, Father God. Blessing your holy name, Father God. <laughs> I come now, Father God, ask me, Father God, in the name of Jesus, for every word that was sent out, Father God, was understood. Take away the stumbling of my tongue, Father God, and then what was trying to make me do it. Let thy word, Father God, be reverent, rich in everyone's ear who has heard it, Father God. May it enriches their soul, Father God, that they can learn that they have the power. Let us learn to have one respect for each other's rights, Father God, no matter what it is, be, Father God. Let us respect what you have given us as a free will gift, Father God, as we all use to try to turn it for your will, Father God, and not our own will, Father God. Allow us to defeat Lucifer in everything that he tries to do in every way, Father God, which rebuking Lucifer and his demons and all his forms winning, Father God. I come now, Father God, saying thank you, Father God, for allowing me once again to be used, Father God, to do your will, Father God. And in Jesus Christ's name, I pray that you have gotten your glory, your honor, and all praises, Father God, for all due unto you. In Jesus Christ's name, Father God, we claim the victory over Lucifer, all that is influenced by him, and now all that when you beat Lucifer, all that is falling with him and all that is influenced by him. Father God, your protection will be on all those who listen, Father God, in countries, Father God, where they cannot listen to that your spirit will be with them, Father God. And in Jesus' name, Father God, we give you the honor of the praise. We say yes unto you and amen, amen, and amen. Be blessed. Amen. Jesus led. He raised me up in he saved me, I will not lose. Set me free, I will not lose. Never wanna see me down, I will not lose. He saved me, I 